0: Welcome back to the Retro Nomapod, a nostalgia and pop culture podcast where we discuss things from our past, present, and future. I am your long-lost half-a-host, coming back from the shadows, searching through the mists. My name is Toby, and on this long chain leash behind me, I have my co-host and beautiful best friend, Rick. How's it going, buddy? Long time no see. Well, sort of.
1: I mean, we see each other at work, but, you know, for the for our, our favorite job, the podcast. I'd, yeah, it's been a while. It's like coming back from the snap and just being like, "Whoa, what what do I do? Yeah.
0: Look, <laughs> We might as different. well just talk about the elephant in the room a little bit. Okay. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but there's two things I want to bring up here. First of all, yes, we took a break. There was a lot of stuff happened. I had some personal issues going on. Rick had some stuff going on. He got a new computer. We were having technical difficulties with that. Yeah, it, we were. <laughs> it was a month, okay? It was a month, to say the least. But I will say, in that month, we have changed some stuff. Not, not even changed anything. We've added some things. Mm-hmm. Um, we've revamped some of the, the other aspects of the RetroNomicon content brand thing, whatever you want to call it, this train that we're rolling down. And we're going to move along. It's in the past now. We're we're in the future talking about the past. It's a debacle. Okay. There's there's stuff. But second thing, I just want to give a big shout out to all you beautiful fucking people because we hit a thousand downloads on the podcast. And I can't download it a thousand times. Did you download it a thousand times? Don't tell I me. I tried,
1: but no, yeah. I I there's no way.
0: So Due to a bunch of the people out in this beautiful world we call Earth, you guys helped us see something in a number that when we started this just seemed like a distant thing. And we want to say thank you. And we love it. And it's yeah. awesome. And here's to a thousand more.
1: Yeah. It's God, what a feat. Like a thousand. Like seeing that one K is like just a little mind bendy where it's like yeah that's not possible like we've been putting this thing out for ourselves and we know there's people out there listening to us but then you realize no there's other people are listening and are coming out every single week and forced to be like we like what you're doing so please keep doing it so here we are (laughs) please
0: because we appreciate it and it's fun to do and we're going to keep doing it whether you listen or not so deal with it (laughs) with that being said you want to get us into uh our weird question of the week here
1: Yeah, let's do it. The weird question of the week from, you know, way back. Times ago. (laughs) Uh, If you could go back to medieval times, what food and beverage would you have them try? Uh,
0: This was, like, really tough. Because, like, as a fat kid, I would thought I would have just had, like, thousands of things, you know? And it's not like they didn't have food. So I had to think of something that in medieval times, I mean, they didn't have that much food. But there's, like, stuff... Where I was just like, I thought about like biscuits and gravy, and I was like, would they have had biscuits and gravy? Maybe
1: I was not, having a real no.
0: hard time deciding what medieval times would have had to eat or been able to make that we have now. I don't know. I I lost like all food knowledge that I've had in my head, and <laughs> there's a there's two things that I like brought up that were that were like big for me. Number one, buffalo wings. Oh, because they have chicken. Like, they had chicken. Yeah. But, like, a fucking plate full of buffalo wings with some blue cheese ranch. Like, check this shit out, boys. You know? It would have been messy, though.
1: Oh, they would have.
0: It would have been disgusting.
1: Just eating it with their hands anyway. Like, It would have been been everywhere. All in their thing, but then they'd go back to farming, and then all the dirt and stuff would get in their hands with their teriyaki sauce or whatever. Yeah, I just. It would be.
0: Yeah. Healthy. Number two. This is the big one. This is the one where I would blow motherfuckers' minds in medieval times. A Snickers bar. A
1: Snickers bar. The perfect candy bar. It Look, hangry
0: nights and shit. Like, chill out. Eat a Snickers. Yeah, right? You know? It's got sugar. They don't even know what fucking processed sugar is. Dude. Peanuts. They know what those are. It may be, depending on where they're at. But yeah, like, the sweet... And, like, you could even bring back, like, a Snickers ice cream bar and just Mm. a regular Snickers bar.
1: Motherfuckers would be dying. Just their brains would be popping. Absolutely. I thought it would be funny to bring back uh, Diet Coke and Mentos and have them do both (laughs) at the same time. Pop Rock, some Pepsi. (laughs) Yeah, it was, like, a tough thing. Yeah.
0: Tacos. Tacos would be grand. I put street tacos on here. Like a good carne asada taco with like a hatch mm. green chili or something on it. Yeah, but they would lose things. their shit.
1: Yeah.
0: It's definitely it's one like, of those things that, like, I don't know. I just imagine I would immediately just be a wizard. Like, show up <laughs> with like a plate full of fish tacos. Yes. What it, is exactly. this? <laughs> yeah, this is fucking witchcraft. It's I'm poison. Burning <laughs> the steak. Because of this steak. Yeah. It would, I definitely, had a, it's like I said, it's just like, if I were just walking around one day and someone was like, "Hey, like, tell me a bunch of foods," I'd have been like, "Easy, boom, 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 boom." You know. But then yeah. I look at the question and I was just like, "What the? F- what are foods? Like, I just, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just, I know, I, it just, you eat? No, I, no, I don't know. So like." I know as soon as we end this and like my mind's just like, you stupid idiot. Like there, there was this and that you could have brought back calamari. They didn't even know what octopi were. Yeah. You
1: know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Those I could have deep fried
0: at the time. anything like deep fried anything. Oh, like yeah. a chicken fucking nugget. I don't know. Yeah. Those poor people.
1: That's all I can think about
0: is like, they just, they're eating fucking
1: and and mead potatoes just right out of the ground oh that's a rock shit you know a twinkie yeah oh dude come
0: on dude i don't even fuck with twinkies but if i had never had a twinkie and someone was like try this i'd be like this is fucking magic
1: (laughs) it's so light and fluffy and there's cream in the middle what is that it's like when you feed kids like you know, candies or, or different sweets and stuff. And you want to watch the reaction like, oh, here's a sour warhead. And you're like, oh, that's kind of what you get. Is that like, at first they're like, oh that's, oh, that's it. You know, like the, just the, I like this, but I don't, but I do like. It's funny. Cause yeah.
0: as you started that sentence, all I could think was like, yeah. Giving kids warheads. Like, try yeah. this. Cause that's how yeah. I was introduced to them. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, what is it? It's candy. Oh, awesome. It's candy. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! And then it's over with. You you fucking hate your parents for weeks at like five years old. <laughs> Why is it
1: so hot? Why is candy hot?
0: It's yeah, it's rough. And I don't like sour. And maybe mm. that's one of those reasons. Like I don't have that taste bud thing to where like sour is good. It's just bad. Sure. It's sure. bad. Yeah. So I don't do sour. Small doses. Like I I used to be the kid that would take like six warheads and put them in a glass of water and then, like, swish the glass of water around for, like, ten minutes, and then I would dig out the candies, because the candy was good. The shit on the outside, not fucking good. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not good.
1: That's blasphemy. That's (laughs) play. But we did the same thing, so. Yeah, Uh, it's medieval times. It's hard to say. Like, you could literally take anything modern back to them, and they'd be like, Dunkaroos, what the hell is this?
0: Uh,
1: Yeah, Oreo cookie. Yeah, right? They would be like, what do I do with this? Is it a frisbee or, you know? Just, it
0: ter- just teriyaki anything. anything. Pizza. Why didn't I think of pizza? Pizza! Like, that's pizza. I'm telling you. I, my mind's, like, pissed off at me right now, and it's boxing itself <laughs> inside my dome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just take back fucking pizza. It's like, check this shit out. Except some asshole would bring back fucking, like, ham and pineapple pizza. No, like, hey, check
1: this shit out. Don't, don't you hate on ham and Look, pineapple? I'll eat it if it's around,
0: but if you're going to ask me, does pineapple belong on pizza? No, it doesn't.
1: The answer is yes, absolutely. No, it doesn't. I mean, the only time, it, it, okay, look, the
0: only time I would ever order pineapple on pizza is if I did like a barbecue chicken pizza, where it's like barbecue sauce is a sauce, chicken, onion, pineapple, again, never going to fucking do that. But if I go to a party and then there's a pineapple pizza and no one's eating it and I'm like, can I have? I'm gonna eat four slices of that shit because I know no one's gonna matter and I'm gonna be full and awesome and it's fine. But that's what it is. Is it's fine. It's not good. It's, it's not fine. bad.
1: It's fine. What we do is like this is this is like uh, like almost every time we order pizza, it will be a sausage and pineapple pizza. It is so damn good. You it's, got that salty, savory, and the fucking sweet, blasted, crunchy dude. and just together. It. It's so good. I want pizza right now.
0: I couldn't even put fruit cocktail on the same plate as my hot food. I'd have to like eat dinner and then go back for the fruit cocktail because if the fruit cocktail starts getting warm and I say cocktail one more time <laughs> oh, We just earned the- I couldn't have my cold stuff get warm. So like, you know, I it was a separation. I can mix all warm food. Like I could mash potato bowl every meal you give me. Fucking cheeseburgers, tacos, put that, put all that shit in a bowl, I'll fucking eat it like that. But you start adding cold stuff, I can't fucking do it. Unless it's like sour cream on tacos and that's not, but like dessert doesn't go on the hot plate because it's not supposed to be hot. And if it is, I can not put, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> we're off topic. Pizza is what yeah. you bring back to medieval times. That's the one that Pizza's
1: makes sense. Pizza is the answer. Pizza is yeah. 100% the answer. Yeah. Pizza, Snickers ice cream bar check this shit
0: now you're rich and you're the king of england
1: and of course you wash it all down with our mountain dew uh you know major Mm. melon that we'll talk about later fuck dude choose any mountain dew (laughs) it's all crack cocaine
0: (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know if it was the last episode we talked about it but one of the last episodes we talked about the finalists for the video games hall of fame yeah so i want to bring it up because they made the games made the hall of fame um it's really kind of a sham when I look at it because like some of the stuff that got beat out is definitely better. It's one of those things where it's just like, why don't, why don't they just add 10 games to the hall of fame? Because they're going to get in there. Like portal did not make it for real. Yeah. I've played portal amazing fucking games, but there is a following for portal that is crazy.
1: It's You'll see Aperture on people's bumpers everywhere.
0: All the fucking time. Call of Duty did not make it. Okay? I'm sad. Oh All right. So, 2021's Video Game Hall of Fame inductees, Animal Crossing. Understood. After the year that Animal Crossing had, it, it, it should be in there. So should have every one of those games. There's only one game on here that I was just like, fuck yeah. Number two, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Made it. At the end of the day, it's not a fucking game. It's a simulator. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Legitimately. Like people have full fucking plane cockpit setups in their basement to learn how to fly planes via a simulator, not a game. So, all right, video game hall of fame, you're losing a little bit of you know <laughs> credit here. But whatever. Number three, StarCraft. Starcraft made it. Probably as it should. As big as StarCraft is here it's even bigger in like the Asian Pacific countries, like Korea, Japan, like that motherfucker is the game or was the game. Um, so Starcraft, anytime Blizzard gets something into something like that, I'm, I'm stoked for them because they deserve it. The games were amazing. And the last one and one that, you know, for a nostalgia podcast should have always been in the video game hall of fame, but Carmen San Diego made it into the hall of fame. So I wanted to, to run it back on that and bring those up. And again, Animal Crossing, Flight Sim, Starcraft, Carmen San Diego.
1: That's but it. they that's what five four. games? Four, four games. Out of a list of what, 10, 15? I think, yeah, something it like was, that. It was long.
0: Yeah, for the finalist. And and again, if you look at the list, it's just like, how the fuck did that not get in? How was this game not in already? Yeah. You know? So it it's one of those weird things. And I don't know like if that is like the true blue hall of fame. Company, I I don't I don't know, you know mm-hmm. I don't know if there's another one that's just like more viable and more respected than the list that we're going off of. But again, wanted to run it back, let you guys know these are the these are the Hall of Fames for this year. Tell us what you think, because other than Carmen San Diego, fuck them. <laughs> um, speaking of retro, num num num, nom, num num, nom, nom. you you ate something, and if I'm not mistaken, you may have given reviews on the.
1: First number podcast one podcast we did. First thing we did, we did a review of the original launch—not their original launch, but for us, the first series that they released uh, for the mi- uh, mythical meats, uh, mythical off of their meats. first which was like creatures. Or, or you know what first, I call yeah, it yeah, the first was creatures, and so the second one they just released, uh, you know, weeks back was called oh. the humanoids. Which at first you're kind of like, I don't know if I want to eat that, but you know, oh. it is just meat thick so it's not like you're you know but uh they're fancy yeah, hear- slim jims you want to guess the flavors like we did last time i'll tell you the creature and you guess the flavor or okay because we- i don't
0: think you've told me yet actually i think we saved this for this
1: yeah because it was fun last time because it was like what do you think or or how did we do it last time i think i read the ingredient and you guessed the animal i forgot how we did it last time <laughs>
0: uh no i think you I think you just read what it was, and I took a guess on the name of yeah. what it was done off of.
1: Okay, you ready? First one: peppered elk with smoked beef. Oh, do what? I need to give you? A, I should give you a list of like. <clears throat> you just flavor. told me what it was. Oh yeah, I did it backwards then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think it's peppered elk with smoked beef. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's 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 uh, okay. So that's Bigfoot. Okay, so the next one: centaur. What would centaur be?
0: Uh, look, I, my mind races because I'm like, would they put a horse in one of these things? So, cause like horse is good in some other countries. It's, I don't think it's good here. And I imagine mythical beasts is based here. Yeah. Um, centaur. I'm going to imagine, fuck it's horse and man. There's not many options here. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to think, can you eat donkey? I'm going to say donkey.
1: It's not donkey, but it is the donkey of the Middle East. It's a camel with smoked beef. Camel. Are you allowed to eat camel? I I did. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: In America, America. we don't eat horse, but they're like, fuck it, camels. These guys don't know that that's just a fucking horse with a hump. (laughs) 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 Mix it with some beef. They'll never fucking know.
1: Camel. It's good. Yeah. I imagine it was good. These are all good. Uh, Elf. Fuck. Come on. It couldn't be more wide open. Really? I don't think you can. It's not an easy guess. Eat little people. Which elf are you thinking of? It's going to be reindeer. It's not reindeer.
0: Oh, are you fucking kidding me?
1: No, it's uh, smoked beef with pheasant.
0: Oh, they fucking missed out there. Because I know (laughs) know for a goddamn fact I've eaten reindeer. And that should have been reindeer.
1: Or caribou. Whenever I hear elf, I always think like Legolas or the guys from Lord of the Rings. I I rarely think of like the Christmas. Guys, well, that's
0: but, the only thing I could think of. Is it's like I'm that, I'm doing the my six degrees of separation, I, where it's hey. like you can't eat Legolas or the Keebler I elves, mean,
1: or can you? Wink. I'm sure someone's nom 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 them a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one. Uh, gremlin. Gremlin. Uh, there's something on the wing. There's something out there.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go Wolverine. No, Wolverines are protected. I think. Nah, fuck it, Wolverine.
1: <laughs> I love the answer. I've loved to try Wolverine. uh Barbecue chicken with smoked beef because you know. So barbecue chicken. It's a fucking what? Did, what was it? Gremlin.
0: Gremlin. Yeah. You
1: should have made that one spicy. Right, like a little bit of a whoo. That thing's biting back. Yes. Um, uh, leprechaun. What's an
0: what's an Irish animal?
1: Uh, I mean, you go stags, you know, anything. That's just the stick.
0: fucking English way to say deer. Get the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> like, you're, you're made stags. America was just like, that's a stupid name. We're going to call them deer. I'm like, what the fuck? Like yeah. You can't just make it up. But they Leprechaun. Do. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. That's kind of tough. Something mixed with
1: potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> this is all protein. <laughs> um <laughs> they not gonna throw starch in there. Um fuck, dude. I don't know. This one's I can't even it's uh venison fire with smoked beef. I should have just it's said deer. A little Yeah, you really should have. I mean,
0: I would have been right on
1: that. <laughs> you would have nailed it. I said uh, what's an good.
0: Irish animal? You said stag. I should have been like stag and we'd have got yeah, that one.
1: It's pretty well done. Uh the fire's real good. It does have a bit of a kick, which is very nice. I like it. Uh mermaid.
0: I mean, they can't put fish in a beef stick, right? Um, I don't think it would, I don't think it counts. I don't know, dude. Have you ever had that honey smoked salmon? That shit might as well be fucking candy. I, not a. Oh, you don't do seafood. It's not seafood. It's like lake food. Well, I mean, at some point there's seafood when they go to die. Uh, mermaid. Now they're just making shit up. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to say salmon.
1: (laughs) Even though you just said no.
0: Hawaiian teriyaki pork. I just, like, it's. Do The Polynesians even believe in mermaids. I don't look. I watched Moana, there wasn't no fucking mermaid. Mate, were there mermaids? Didn't he have a mermaid tattoo?
1: Or is it like a siren? Doesn't I don't every fucking culture know. have some kind of weird siren, mermaid? Yeah, uh, Minotaur.
0: Oh, this has got to be some sort of cow beef, like straight beef. I'm gonna say you cow. Would-
1: You would think so, right? This one seems like it's pretty like you could do the smoked beef, you'd be safe. You know what they did? They did jalapeno pork. I mean, look, can minotaurs breathe fire? Not typically.
0: But that (laughs) leaves it open for discussion, it sounds like. So maybe we're looking at the wrong myths. Maybe. I want to see what fucking myth book. Like, who's the one naming these fucking things?
1: I know. Hey, we got a Halloween. The only one Hawaiian teriyaki, uh, pork. What what creature goes with that? Um, oh boy, uh, mermaid.
0: Yeah, that makes no sense. The only good one was fucking camel. Um,
1: troll. I just hope they gave you one that tasted like shit. No, they all taste <laughs> incredibly good. Like, like the names are you know what it is, but like troll. The well, flavors, I want to go?
0: Honorable. Something in the mountains. Is it a mountain animal?
1: Uh, kind of. I think so. I think over in Everest area, I think they use these
0: animals. I think. Okay, so I'm gonna say sheep, goat, lamb, uh, ram. Wait, ram? No,
1: that's just a goat. Okay, it's it's a smoked alpaca with smoke. They're beans. eating llamas. Yeah, dude. Alpaca. Get yeah, the fucking camel and a llama, dude. I. It's wild. Can you do that?
0: Look, if they were to put llama on the packaging, it would have never sold. Half the people eating the sticks are like, "What the fuck is an alpaca?"
1: What's an alpaca? It's a. Glorified-
0: they're biters and they're spitters, oh. or what, vice versa. One of them's a dick. Either llamas are dicks, and alpacas are super nice, or vice versa. I don't remember. I don't that's know. wild. I would. I would have just never thought that you could eat an alpaca. Like that's not something you do. Like yeah. okay, if you're dying on Everest, eat that fucking alpaca. <laughs> All right, but to put it in a beef stick slim jim that I'm gonna eat with my fucking greasy fingers. Now I feel bad. Uh, werewolf.
1: <laughs> Is that all of them? No, we got werewolf and yeti left.
0: Okay, werewolf. I I don't want to say dog, but mm, not a dog. Not it's not a dog. A dog. Okay. Uh, werewolf. It's probably going to be something stupid, like fucking snake. No. Is it
1: snake? No. Okay. Give me a hint. Uh, It was mentioned earlier. <laughs> no. Very close. I'll give it to you. Um, Venison teriyaki with Elk. smoked beef.
0: You missed a good one on that one too. Yeah. Give me like, what could you eat that was like werewolfish that we can eat? We can eat wolves. I think you can eat. No, I don't. I think you can eat wolves. We can hunt them. It's yeah, legal I, to hunt. I don't know. Mountain don't know. lion's really good. I don't know. I don't think you can sell wild game though. It has to be farmed. Uh, yeti. So you had Bigfoot and
1: Yeti. Sasquatch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's Yeti. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I just realized that Bigfoot Yeti might have had one that was Sasquatch. They're all the same thing.
0: Bigfoot was elk. Yeah, that was elk. So I'm going to say this one is same size animal?
1: Uh, I don't think it's as big as an elk. I don't know the answer to that, honestly. I don't want to lead you down a false It's not path. just a
0: fucking cow, is it?
1: No. No, no, no. There is smoked beef, but that's kind of a given. Okay. It is um, something foreign and kind of off the beaten path if that helps probably not
0: is it a crocodile
1: oh man that would be great but no give me one more hint. this is our last one right um it's what really, color is it it's hairy brown typically is it a bear no okay give it to me I'm bad at this game smoked and duly yak okay yeah and they did it in like yeah occasion yeah they did it in a Cajun way? If that's what andouli means, I guess. I've, I, I've never understood what that means. I just know I like when it says andouli because it usually tastes pretty Yeah, because
0: it's not <laughs> like andouli sausage is what's in uh, gumbo.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes you can get that on pizza, too, because people are fancy. People put their pink.
0: So cool. second batch. Yeah.
1: This it's retro great. nom
0: nom nom approved.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like, this whole company, they're either... Whatever you try off of their... I'm going to call it menu for lack of a better word, but whatever you try off of their their selection there is phenomenal. Everything's fresh. Everything, I mean, it's unique. It's exotic meats, like they say. And some aren't super exotic, but, like, you could try camel if you were ever ended. You know, like, it's very good. I really... twenty twenty-five 25 bucks, you get 10 sticks, so you're about paying what you would be for Slim Jims. I want maybe. to... Like just straight up
0: try camel.
1: Yeah. Like can I get a camel steak? I uh probably not through these guys, but I'm sure if you were to dig onto the webs that could find something, that'd be good.
0: Hmm. Well, son of a bitch, dude. Now we're gonna have to look on look, anybody listening, if you know where to get some camel, fucking hit me up. Black market camel the better. I wanna act like I'm not supposed to have it. Like meet you in like the Burger King bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good. I'm glad. That's yeah. that's actually funny. Like I said, when when I saw it on there, I was like, "We've done this before," yeah. and I'm pretty sure I was just as good on that first episode as I was this episode. I think you did
1: better on on the first one.
0: Maybe, yeah. There was a. Lot, it wasn't as crazy because, like, this one seemed like a lot of European animals.
1: Yeah. Whereas, like, yeah. the first one
0: was like a lot of stuff that we're used what's, to. You know, I think you had alligator in that one.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff huh. that wasn't so like, hey, you have you ever had yak or camel or? But I mean. Yak yeah, can't taste
0: that much different. They're fucking ugly ass animals though. They look like fucking water buffalo.
1: Yeah, but they get the job done, you know. Um, a Quick Tyrants about the Oscars. The Oscars happened a few weeks ago and as usual, some film that nobody watched won the film. I wish they would do like a off-Oscars kind of thing where fun blockbuster type movies like Avengers Endgame, Deadpool, I can name others, I swear, not just superhero movies, but, like, movies that are just generally kind of out, that, like, do big business, but aren't, like, these independent, like... Artistic. You know, like, I get it for, like, movie-making. It's fine, but I feel like there should be another category that's, like, straight-up just fun movies. Here's a movie that is phenomenal and well-acted. You can't tell me that everybody in The Avengers didn't do their job. In it. That movie. And it's was... at the level that like these other more independent people doing their little art house films are doing. Like it's on the same level. Who didn't shed a tear when Tony passed away? Like you're like spoiler That's is... yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's only been two years, three years, whatever. But yeah, it's I don't, I don't know. Yeah, just...
0: it, it does kind of suck because you're right. Like the Oscars just kind of do they're like, This movie won so many awards at the Sundance Film Fest. Like, who the fuck goes to that anymore?
1: Yeah, I mean I I get it. That's a great place that if you're independent to have these bigger studios pick you up so that way you can get a distribution. That is great for yeah. what it's worth. But that's where I'd rather watch like MTV movies awards because they're giving the awards to like silly movies like Scream or Godzilla gets the Lifetime Achievement Award. Like they do stuff that's kind of like it makes sense. These are the films that people will talk about for generations. Who's going to go back and talk about No Man's Land or whatever it's called? Not many people.
0: Is that one movie won it?
1: Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, that it's, is. it's either that or I don't. Know. It was something that that. But that's what I'm saying is that yeah. it's so insignificant. But if we knew like Batman took it, we'd be talking about that all day long. I, I mean, I understand
0: it kind of because, like, Endgame for an example. Like, you just made a billion fucking dollars. <laughs> the last thing you need is any more advertisement on an award show. And if they did it that way, those types of movies would just clean house. Sure. So, but at the same time, it's like, if you're not watching some of these indie films, like someone like me, even if it wins an Oscar, I'm like, I don't give a fuck because Oscars are a fluke anyway. Yeah. And it's not for me. So it's one of those weird things where it's like. I care, but I also don't give a shit because I don't care about the Oscars.
1: Yeah. I don't know. That's just my thoughts on it. That's just the tirade. I, uh, you know, the Oscars always come around and it's always fun to see, like, when, like, a movie does sneak in there that you're like, oh, the Joker won? Yeah. For best actor? Like, that's, I mean, that's incredible. And that's a film that, like, is in my realm of, like, pop culture kind of funness, not some independent thing that three people have watched, but because they had a nice push, I don't know. But that's neither With here that being
0: it. said, we do have to mention <laughs> the movie that you put on here that could have easily been a fucking Oscar-nominated film. Yeah. Because me and you both watched that. And I do want to talk about it a little bit because it's fucking amazing and people should watch it. God, and that it is me. The Mitchells versus the Machines. Uh, Netflix original, animated. All-star cast. The cast Danny McBride voices the dad. Maya Rudolph is the mom. And did you ever watch Broad City?
1: I love that show. Okay, Daisy and I do too.
0: And I didn't look at who was in it really. Like I saw the name or whatever, but it's Abby Jacobson. And as soon as I started hearing her voice, I was like, holy fuck. Like this is Abby from Broad City doing her (laughs) own thing. Yeah. And just a real quick rundown. The the gist is pretty much, it's like kind of a social like,
1: Commentary. What's the word I'm looking for?
0: Commentary. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and it's iPhones and talking to Siri or Alexa or whatever. And eventually that AI takes over. And during this, they make these fucking home robots that are like enslaved. It's some real Battlestar Galactica type shit. And the robots are like, fuck the humans. You know, like you just <laughs> bitch that. So they come and like fuck everyone up except for the Mitchells who are the worst family in the world. (laughs) And it is the story of the worst family in the world becoming like the best family in the world. And yeah, it's super, it's a lot longer of a movie than I thought it was going to be. I think it's like right at two hours. Animated. The animation is amazing. They do some like Scott Pilgrim type comic book shit um, with some live streaming stuff in it. But it's funny. It's creative. It's, you know, Endearing at time ton- like I almost cried a couple times because you're just like, you know, it, it's real. It's a real movie, and it being an animated movie, it has one of the greatest little kids in it, yeah, with him and his fucking dinosaurs. Brother. The little <laughs> so, brother is hilarious, and uh, again, I I highly suggest the movie. I'm Rick, Rick, and I. I think are on the same page with this. It is fucking fantastic. If you have a Netflix subscription, watch it because watch it. it is it's fantastic. I I'm looking we're looking at the IMDB right now and I'm pissed that it's got a 7.8
1: out of 10 that, that's like it's easily
0: a 8.9 for me
1: yeah easy it's it- like, it's so, like, yes, it is two hours, but, like, it's a two hours that just goes. Once it gets, like, from the go, it's just, like, fun, interesting. It does things that keep you intrigued and, like, does little joke, little one-off joke things that you're like, oh, my gosh, that's great. And the voice cast is like, wait, is that what's his face? You know, like, yeah. Fred Armington's in it just Fred, as a robot. Yeah. You're like, what? It's, it's like a who's who of what you'd want and the animation is spectacular and they do these weird little cartoons within a cartoon kind of thing and her her you know the 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 main character uh, Abby Jacobson plays Katie is going to school to become like some kind of artist and a film person of sorts but like you could tell like they wanted to incorporate that so much into her character that it runs throughout the whole film it's not like they like show it in the beginning and that's it it runs all the way through and it's sometimes you know, animation. the the later half kind of forgets who the characters are, and all of a sudden they're these different people. Nope, not with this one. They're completely dysfunctional through the whole thing, and that's what makes it fun.
0: Yeah, it, it it's it's just again it it's one of those things where seeing the seven point eight or whatever, I'm just like, you guys don't even fucking know what good movies are because it it needed to be better than that.
1: I I I wholeheartedly agree. It's uh. Kind of a travesty sometimes when you see that lower marks that some of these guys get where you're like, wait, what? Like, it should definitely be a way above an eight at the very least. Like, I don't know, but what are we going to you know, Yeah, what, I mean, who am I? Who are we? Who are we? I, I don't know. I don't know Um either. Cool.
0: What's, we know how this train goes. You yeah, let me funny. say a bunch of cuss words and ramble on about stuff that I probably only know half about. And we continue yeah. to push through this deep trudge of mud.
1: so everybody's heard of rotten tomatoes well for a while there there was only two movies on rotten tomatoes that had a hundred percent fresh score on rotten tomatoes and that was citizen kane and paddington 2 what yeah well recently there was an um oh what do you call it an unarchived uh, article about citizen kane that basically pushed it out of its hundred percent because it wasn't a favorable review for it so now the only film that's a hundred percent fresh on rotten tomatoes is a family-friendly film by the name of paddington two not one
0: i was gonna say 2. i've never seen the first one and now like come on come it's on good. they come really on. are
1: good food.
0: but a hundred percent on rotten tomatoes you know what i looked at the other day that had i think a zero percent master of disguise yeah with dana carvey I love that movie. Am I not turtly enough for the Turtle Club, <laughs> motherfucker? It's Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, dude. That Look, I don't fucking believe you're Rotten Tomatoes. Go fuck yourself. Paddington <laughs> 2, that's your
1: 100% fresh? Hey, you know, people love that movie. And, and it's good reason. It's a, it's a fun time. But moving on, people have to go. I mean, that was just a wild bit of news that, like, Citizen Kane, people put that one up on a pedestal like it's the greatest achievement in film history. Because, the, I mean, from when the time it was made, it makes sense. But, like, now, no longer, Paddington 2 is the number one bear.
0: <laughs> I just want to read this quote that's in this article. Quote, please don't misinterpret the adjusted Rotten Tomatoes rankings to mean that Paddington 2 is now the best movie of all
1: time. End quote. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's all subjective, right?
0: Like, Yeah. I just watched Beverly Hills Ninja yesterday and
1: could be one of the
0: best movies of all time. I bet it's got a fucking 61 on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Probably has something that's not great, but
0: it pissed me off. I'm not even going to look. That's wild, though. Like, first of all, okay, can I be honest with you? Oh, for sure. Never seen Paddington. I've also never watched all of Citizen Kane.
1: It's it's old. It's what it's old. So the pacing is really not great. And it's super like one of those like film student movies that like get studied to death where it's like, this is why it's great because it did these shots and this stuff still exists because uh, Orson Welles did it back in the day. And now we have this first time using old age makeup and all this other stuff. So it's like, yes, it's an accomplishment for its time, but like it's pacings weird. Is it better
0: than Avengers Endgame though? You know, like,
1: like, and that's where it's like, depending who you're cool it's a to, good maybe? part of history
0: is it the best movie of all time fuck no like yeah. and i'm not even like avengers Endgame is not even gonna go into like my top 10 probably of move for me personally but you know objectively that is one of the best fucking movies of all time it's a modern marvel of cinematography it's just like is it like it just it's not it's not better than that for those of you guys are here i just got to follow on the channel what's up good thanks what's up should have probably turned those off.
1: Bing. But what are we going to do? So moving on. Uh, so back in the 90s, Domino's introduced this creature by the name of the Noid. Ugh. He's <laughs> actually super fucking cool looking. And they decided this year that they were going to bring him back. Uh, part of, of like... The non the non contactless pizza delivery thing, and the whole thing was, it was he's shutting down the vehicles, so you gotta avoid the Noid. And so on top of that, to help bring this back, they're putting him into a Crash Bandicoot game,
0: I, and it's just... which is weird because Yo Noid is an actual game. Yeah, like he has a game for the original NES. I believe I have it right up here on the shelf. <laughs> Yo- Why wouldn't you just release like? Maybe Domino's doesn't have the rights to him. I don't, I don't know, but I don't understand why you wouldn't release like a browser version of that game on yeah. Domino's.com when you order Domino's and you're watching the pizza tracker. You could play a game like Yo Noid underneath it, but instead you're putting it in Crash, which it, Noid is a mini boss opposing Crash.
1: It's so weird. Like, nothing to do with the Crash Bandicoot universe yet. We're going to. Put this product placement character right into the game and make him like a deal in it. Not like, oh, you could have a, you know, Crash Bandicoot Noid skin or something. Nope. Full on boss.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's weird because they, they are selling pizza themed skins, <laughs> but not the no. Yeah, I don't understand why you don't just play on, um, like just play on the old game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you're tr- there's two things you're tr- well, there's one thing, there might be two things. You're trying to bring it back for nostalgia reasons. And I want to bring up another pizza nostalgia thing before we get off of that. Try to remind me, uh, but I don't understand why you just wouldn't play with that. Bring back the old school stuff. Bring back that original 1990 commercial look and feel mm-hmm. in a current gen Domino's commercial. Allow me to play an actual Noid game. Even if it's one level of a redone, yo Noid level, it's still, the concept is still the same. Because Noid is not big enough for like, even for me, like bo- I'm born in 89, you know, Yo Noid came out in 90s. So they're running Noid stuff in the late 80s, early 90s through Domino's. The only reason I ever heard of it is because of old commercials or whatever that popped up on, yeah. you know, my papa used to record every movie on fucking HBO on a VHS. <laughs> you get three movies on a VHS. He so can. I might be able to see a made for TV movie with the fucking commercial from 1988, you know? Otherwise, I played the game growing up. Yo know, Noid was a very cheap game growing up. You could find them everywhere, but I don't understand why you don't just play on that. The like, it's one of those things where I believe that like people in that marketing industry are either seventy or twenty, and nostalgia itself is very big for like our generation,
1: yeah. that
0: eighties, eighty to ninety-five, you know, and like we play on that nostalgia because I think it's. Because we've went through so much in our lifetime, given I, I'll go ahead and come out. I've never been drafted into a war. I did not serve in Vietnam. I I'm, I'm not a World War II survivor, never been through a Holocaust. and I'm not talking about any of this stuff. But we were the last generation that was told that we had an American dream, and we're also the first generation that realized that we, there is no fucking American dream. <laughs> you know, we're the last people. So I don't understand why you wouldn't play on our nostalgia pool. And it makes me think that the people that are trying to do it are just hearing nostalgia on the internet and being like, let's fucking do something nostalgic. But what they're doing isn't nostalgic. The second thing that I want to bring up, and we'll get off of the pizza talk. Pizza Hut is bringing back their book program and literally says, you know, bringing back the nostalgic book program. The issue that I have with this is when we were growing up, the reason that that book program was so fucking successful It's because you actually got to go into Pizza Hut's. Like, I got to go into a Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut had an arcade. They had a buffet, a salad bar, and the dopest red cups of any restaurant of all time. And I just don't think it plays the same without the environment. Bring back the book program. That's cool. Also, compete with fucking CC's. Bring back the pizza buffet. Bring back the salad Mm. bar. Bring back arcades at pizza joints. And instead... You can't sit in a Pizza Hut. You can't sit in a Domino's, you know? No. It, it just, they're playing off the wrong strings, you know? They're
1: pulling the wrong cards out of the deck. I mean, I I dig the idea of bringing back the Book It program, you know, to help try to get literacy going or whatever. Definitely. But, like, without that kind of feel of being able to go to, like, especially the sit-down Pizza Huts where you yeah. go in and be like, I did it. i read the you know amount of books That I needed you to get a free pe- personal pan pizza yeah. nothing like that Oh man I love Sit I down pizza that- Sit down, down pizza huts could be their distance. own
0: Oof. Their yeah. their own fucking nostalgia Episode alright yeah. cause it like well, When I read the article I was just Like it defeats the purpose Because like what are you gonna do like zoom Call with the fucking fifth grader And give them <laughs> a code to put on the pizza hut app Which you're gonna force them to download Mind you you know
1: Yeah, it's one of those things
0: where it's like, cool. Yes, I'm not hating on the fact that Pizza Hut's trying to, you know, help kids learn. Awesome. You know, but that when you're literally advertising it as a nostalgia thing, first of all, you're playing on my nostalgia. And I guess if, you know, I don't have kids, you have children, you'd want to experience like, hey, I had this when I was a kid. Now you guys have it. But ours was better. And they're kind of raw dogging you children right now. You know, like that kind of sucks.
1: Yeah, it's I don't know. I don't I mean, know how much
0: I like it. I mean, I like the fact, again, that to bring it back to Booker program, give give incentives for kids to read as you yeah. should.
1: Something know. to chew on something to think about. Uh, Well, we got a couple of new flavor. Well, new ish flavors. Uh, Pepsi Blue is coming back. or I guess is back currently. Like they just released it. It's basically Pepsi Berry Berry. Pepsi. Um, it's not bad. It's not one that I'm going to, I mean, I did hunt it out and try it. The, that's the say, Pepsi. Yeah. The Pepsi I, blue. Yeah.
0: I was never a fan. I don't like berry flavored stuff. Like I'm just not, you're never going to catch me with a blue raspberry Slurpee. I'm getting a pina colada.
1: So that's a weird one too. Cause they've been doing that lately. Like they did the mango and then bringing this thing back with the berry. It's like Pepsi. Isn't like Mountain Dew where you can throw practically everything at it and it's just good yeah it's weird and it but it looks cool
0: <laughs> yeah and again it, it's it is getting very big the nostalgia thing is getting very big for companies you know you look at video games especially where it's just like let's just redo old games like they'll sell again you're gonna get the pockets pepsi blue is one of those things i honestly haven't went and got it um and i don't plan on getting I, it i wouldn't yeah, good to know.
1: I wouldn't because cool. I, I, I went out and I got a six pack of it, and I by the last one I was like, "Wow, can I just give this away to somebody who wants it?" Like, it's like that's kind of where I got with it. Where I was like, "Oh, I still got a Pepsi Blue. I guess I'll drink water." <laughs>
0: like, I guess I'll I drink water.
1: <laughs> but on piggybacking off of that, one of the best things to come out from PepsiCo, the Mountain Dew Major Melon, Fuck, which came out a while ago, but like. Has it to is. be mentioned. It's the best thing since Baja Blast. Agreed.
0: Like, you know, and m- you're right. Mountain Dew can do no fucking I can wrong. Do no
1: wrong. You got
0: Mountain Dew, Pitch
1: Black, bangin'. Code Red, Lime, Livewire, Fire, w- Out. Awesome, American, uh, Red, White, and Blue thing. I don't remember that one. It's it's good. I know uh, it's probably good. Game Fuel. Oh yeah, like, like they. Yeah, and they're not done coming out with new flavors here soon. They're going to have a new flavor called Mountain Dew Thrashed, which is basically apple. It's apple Mountain Dew, which if they get it right with the crisp apple taste with Mountain Dew.
0: Woo. If it's apple juice with carbonation, I'm straight. I'm good. Let's go. It's, they literally can do no fucking wrong. It is amazing how good Mountain Dew it is. And I don't know. What's crazy is like, I know we may have talked about it and mentioned it before, but like, I don't drink a lot of sugar soda. I just, I just don't do it. I try not to. My body just doesn't, it hates it. Um, I drink the, the major melon zero sugar. And like the first time I had one, I was like, Oh, I'm going to try this, you know, watermelon. Like, I'm not a big fan of like watermelon soda. I love watermelon. Not a big fan of like watermelon soda. Fuck dude. I think I drank three of them the first day. I was just (laughs) like, this may be the greatest fucking thing. My, my piss was pink. Coming out of my body, it was just like you can't be doing this, Toby. Like, don't don't do this. It it is phenomenal, phenomenal, and they just they killed it. It's perfect. Yeah, it's better than regular Mountain Dew. Okay, (laughs) you guys didn't see the eye roll. Go try the Major Melon. Very good. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, Major Melon. Um, we might as well talk about this future podcast thing, and then and then we'll.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's cut right. to it's nostalgia sk- because
0: <laughs> I'm sure people are starting to hear about it, and this is something that I I didn't see. Rick actually brought this up, but there is going. Have they implemented this yet anywhere?
1: Both Apple and Spotify have started have started it, as far as I know. Really? Yeah.
0: Um, you guys will not have to pay. You go, go ahead, tell them this one's yours anyway.
1: Uh, so basically, uh, subscription services through the major um podcast networks or Hosting sites. I don't know what you call it exactly, but like Apple and Spotify are now starting it, where you can now subscribe to your favorite podcasts and basically, you know, give the creators money directly. If the if you if the creator so chooses to go that route to put it under a paywall, for lack of a better word. Yeah.
0: So I mean, this is kind of like for anyone that watches Twitch. Um, I'll use Twitch as the prime example. Uh, Twitch when it first started, Justin TV. If you're old enough. It was just, a, it was a YouTube for live streaming instead of just video posting. And over the years, you get things like Amazon buys Twitch. So now Amazon has to make that buy worth it. So they start throwing ads for Amazon stuff, for products, services, whatever. And the way that you can directly support that streamer, other than donations, of course, which is the better way to support your streamer. No, maybe not. Anyways, you subscribe. And with that subscription, you know, the streamer is going to get a cut of it. The website's going to get a cut of it and you're going to get benefits ad free being the main one, whereas you can watch a stream nowadays and they could have seven 30 second ads in the middle of their stream. Ooh. you know, and for me, like that's tough because like I don't watch fucking commercials. I pay premium for all of my streaming services, so I don't have to sit through commercials right. and look, we're not going on this anytime soon. I promise you that unless something crazy fucking happens. I would rather if you guys wanted to support to just do it directly. Email me fucking. I'll throw you a cash app card. It helps the stream better than giving Apple 30% of a cut at, at this time. Again, yeah. never say never. Who knows um, if they allow us to put ads on the podcast as a, a pre-roll or an in roll? Maybe we'll do that. Because why not, you know? But it's tough. Like, the concept's cool. I don't imagine there are a lot of low-end podcasts that are going to benefit from this unless some of the higher-end podcasts go completely behind a subscription. Sure. And they would no longer allow free listen. It's a very interesting thing. I'll be very interested to see how this rolls out.
1: I just feel like if you're going to do it, like Patreon seems like kind of the best way to do it because that way you can give, if people want to support you, they can go and subscribe to a tier and like get cool goodies that, you know, is kind of like, oh, hey, if you want to watch the latest, in our case, as an example, you want to watch the latest episode of the retro nom nom nom. Well, subscribe to the $2 peer on Patreon and you can do so. We don't have that right now. Yeah. Who knows what the future holds. But as an example, like there's there's a few that like that seems to be the best way because that way you're still getting the free core content of the podcast. But if you want more from your favorite creator, there are avenues to do so. Some people have, you know, like merchandise that they sell. Some folks, you know, have different avenues to be able to be like, hey, if you want to support us financially, like maximum fund, they have their their annual fund the max drive, that, fun they drive. Do, that you can certainly do. So it's like it's I think there's better ways to do it instead of being like this one uh, podcast I listened to is now you know behind this paywall and I have to pay for what was free content at one yes. point. Yes,
0: and, and it's one of those things like I, I 100% agree with you. I think Patreon at this time is definitely the better way to do it. They give a lot more options to the creator, and at the same time, like the last thing I want to do at this point is give more money to Apple. Yeah, and what I don't want is you know right now we host on an outside site which distributes our podcasts through all these platforms and as you see a lot of these big podcasts rogan for example get picked up for like exclusive deals maybe we'll see more of that to where it's like you know especially with apple cuz apple is well known to be like no it's us or nobody you know
1: yeah
0: um so what i don't want is for like people like us to get pushed out of a certain platform because we don't fit criteria in their money-making scheme, you know. Yeah. And I could foresee it. Like I could see it happening and that's what I don't want. And it is one of the fears that I have with something like this. And like you said, Apple and Spotify both are starting to do this, which I already subscribe to Spotify. Yeah. Like you're getting $15 a month out of me right now. And well worth it. I'll never complain about it because I love my Spotify Premium. But at the same time, I don't want to give you more money. And given some of that is going towards the creator, but the people that are going to benefit from that most are the people that don't need that money, yeah. you know? And especially if Spotify, the lower you are on that tier, the more of a cut that Spotify is going to take. And the problem I have with that is if you're not a high enough tier, you're not going to be advertised by Spotify, but yet they're going to take more money than you from like a Rogan. You know, Rogan's yeah. going to get a lot of more money on his contract for his subscriptions than, say, we would. Plus, yeah. it does not benefit Spotify to to advertise us, to put us in a what's new or anything like that. So I don't know. I, I you know, again, we'll see how it comes out. You guys don't have to worry about paying for our content anytime soon because <laughs> I know how I am with podcast yeah. and I'm not paying for a fucking podcast. Uh, I'll pay to support the creator of a podcast I've bought merch. I've added to Patreons. You know, I've done all yeah. that stuff, but I want your base content free. If I like your base content, I will venture off and to your other content. It's just what it is. It so- seems
1: like the way it should be with, with podcasting. You know, you come here for this show, and if we have other things that we have out there that we can drop, that would be fun to be, you know, if we got a little kickback from it, it'd be great. But I. I don't want people to come, especially in our position. We're not a big podcast that has the clout to be able to go, oh yeah, we can make this move because we know we'll make money. I couldn't imagine paying a monthly subscription rate to something like Nerd Poker. I probably wouldn't. And that's one of my favorite shows. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't know if I could pay, even if it is $2 a month, so that way I can get my four free episodes. Like, it just doesn't seem right. So it, it's definitely
0: one of those things. I, I 100% yeah. agree. Like I said, we're not going to go there anytime soon. Maybe in the future, we'll have a Patreon because that's what Rick and I are both comfortable with. Um, but I don't know that that's stuff that we're not going to worry about until we cross that bridge. I I'm going to be curious to see how this works out for the industry as podcasts get bigger, as more podcasts get onto the market. You never know. It could be beneficial. It could also be killer to some of these shows.
1: Yeah. But We'll see. We'll cover. We'll we'll cross that bridge later. But right now, we're it's an interesting discussion to have. We're chilling about it. Yeah, we're good. We're good. But uh, so we're doing things a little differently this week with the nostalgia. Normally, we choose like a subject and kind of cover it. Toby came up with a brilliant idea, which I thought was really fantastic to cover a year and kind of the nostalgia that was for a particular year. So we decided 1995. Don't know how we came across that number, but here we are and.
0: Without any prior research to this, oh, fuck, was that a banger year? Jesus. Okay. Rick and I had kind of talked about where we want to go with this, how we want to talk. And and again, this is one of those things that where I'm going to pimp the Facebook page. I'm going to pimp the Instagram. Because if you guys have suggestions or stuff that you want us to cover or years or games or music or whatever, hit me up. Let me know. We have email. We have all these things, you know. um, And I tell you, 1995. So, do we want to indulge them
1: in age a little bit? Uh, were we, how old we were in yes. '95? Uh, well, in September of '95, I would turn the fresh age of thirteen. In s- November
0: of '95, I would be six. Jesus
1: Christ! So, it's like I was old <laughs> enough to babysit Toby. <laughs>
0: uh, luckily, we share a bunch of interest. So, um, I'll kind of go first on this one because I did pull a couple video games mm-hmm. that. Now, given, I'm going to tell you, the movies in 95, holy fucking that. shit. Fucking um, is <laughs> I pulled two main video games, especially for me and Nostalgia, uh, one of which is probably one of my favorite games of all time, and people will debate that, but for me, it was one of my favorites. It's a game I played a lot growing up, and that's Vector Man Vector for the Sega Man. Genesis. Um, came out in 95 for the Sega Genesis <laughs> It's a platformer. You play as, like, this little green alien blue dot with a gun. And he pew-pews. You go around these alien and levels and, and just fuck shit up. It's, it's just a platform shooter. Uh, great game. Uh, the other one that came out in 95, which, you know, for all yeah. intents and purposes, is a better game, is Donkey Kong 2, Diddy Kong's Quest. Mm. Um, yeah. It's it's hard to deny that that might be the best game in 95. Now, with that being said, I will tell people, and they do, a lot of people do not realize this the PlayStation, the original PlayStation, came out in 1995, uh, with the N64, which most people thought came first, coming out in 96. So there are a lot of games that I'm not including in that. I did not own a PlayStation. Um, my brother owned one, but that's neither here nor there. Those are the two major games that I wanted to bring up. I would be remiss if I didn't bring up probably the most major game of that year uh especially for a lot of people i personally do not play jrpgs uh, but chrono trigger Trigger. came out in 95 and for a lot of people that is one of the best games of all time Uh, but i'm not a jrpg fan never played it i don't own it it's a very expensive game to buy now uh but came out march 95 so those are the video games that i threw on there Again, people are going to be mad at that list because Vector Man's on it, and <laughs> fucking Chrono Trigger is an honorable mention.
1: It's not bad. My, I mean, It's weird, because like, at that time, it's not like we're in the glut now where there's so many games that get released in a year. Uh, for me, I've got three different games in, entirely. The first one, the one that I would choose out of this list was Twisted Metal on PlayStation. Yeah. Because, dude, you know? Like, some battle <sighs> mayhem. Fucking Twisted Metal, behavior. dude. Sounds I looked good. at it
0: and I was just like, great, but that first one was awesome for what it turned into. Yeah. you know that game was it, fucking rough.
1: It, <laughs> yeah, it's the history of that that particular franchise is interesting. With it the, is very uh, interesting. Twisted turns they've gone through. But twisted metal, because it launched it, and by the time they got to Twisted Metal Black, it was such a cool thing. So uh I'll, can I also, ask you a trivia? You can. I probably get it wrong.
0: I would have to look it up too. What's
1: sweet tooth's real name? His name is Kincaid. Okay.
0: You said you'd probably get it wrong.
1: <laughs> Go ahead. Somebody, somebody Drew's banging his head against the wall right now, like, that is not his name. Uh sorry. His name is Needles Kane. Yeah. I was wrong. Nobody's surprised by him. No. Uh my two honorable mentions Warcraft 2, Tides of Darkness, old school before they went, um yep. be- before they became WoW. That's RTS. Uh, I love the RTS World of Warcraft.
0: But a lot of know. people don't realize that a lot of games stemmed from the Warcraft RTS. Uh, most notably, and something that started the MOBA genre, is Dota. Dota was a mini-game, a created mini-game, in Warcraft 3. So there was a lot of customizable things you could do in Warcraft 3. But Dota was one of those games, and... You know whether you're a League player, a Dota player, a Heroes player, it does not matter because you have Warcraft to think for that game, and mm-hmm. it, you can look at a lot of games that did that. That you know are pioneers of a genre that started as mods in another game, Player Nuns Battlegrounds. Same thing.
1: Mm. Wow,
0: PUBG started in an Arma Three uh, server, and you know there was one of the big things with the guy that made it was just like he was so hype but at the end of the day you didn't make the fucking game you just changed the rules in a game that was already made given it was genre defining you know and a lot of people don't realize that games like that came from a pre-existing game and just the creativity of people to mod inside said game I, I like the warcraft 2 pick i mean it's it, it, it is what it is it's one of the greatest yeah. games probably of all time and and old blizzard it was Unrivaled in how good their fucking games. Were. I mean, StarCraft. Yeah. You look at it too, like Warcraft. Look what that turned into. Yeah, I played yeah. World of Warcraft for fucking thirteen years now. <laughs> you
1: know, like what the fuck? It's, it's there's a reason why they've stuck around for as long as they have. You know, because yeah. they put out all the stuff. The lore
0: and the gameplay, amazing. And any one of their games you can play, it does not matter. Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm, like anything that's made by old Blizzard, fantastic fucking game. Some of their newest stuff, not so much.
1: And the final uh, game, uh, Killer Instinct, uh, one, one of the most fighting,
0: underrated best fighting games of all time.
1: One of the best fighting games of all time. That is such a unique meld of like aliens and creatures and ninja cyborgs and all this other stuff. It's like and just a combo <laughs> great artwork. Yeah, and it was a very
0: yeah. interesting game. And in a time where you had you know Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter, which we're gonna talk about Mortal Kombat a little later. It it was hard to compete. You know, you look at something like, did you ever play Eternal Champions for the Sega? That
1: sounds sounds familiar.
0: Another underrated fighting game that just got overshadowed by what was out at that time. You look at uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters, you know, coming out for the Sega Genesis. Again, a lot of people do not realize that there's a Turtles fighting game on the Sega Genesis, a pretty decent one. And Killer Instinct fell in that same boat, whereas it was such a unique fighting game that people either thought it was too hard or there wasn't enough variety because at that time there was mortal Kombat and street fighter and there was already a competitive following for both of those games. So it's, that's a good, that's a good pick. Killer instinct is a very good pick. I always played that game growing up on, on SNES and the, the arcade cabinets are still around. You can still run into one every once in a while.
1: Yeah. I, to uh... me,
0: having an arcade cabinet of a killer instinct cabinet is, no, there's probably nothing cooler than a Mortal Kombat three cabinet for a fighting yeah. game. <laughs> but close second, a game like Killer Instinct would be would be sick. So, <laughs> Mortal Kombat three that that motherfucker was just that's the cabinet of cabinets for fighting well, games. Just I was a Mortal characters. Kombat kid, not a Street Fighter kid. So,
1: yeah, once Mortal Kombat came games. around, Mortal Kombat was where it's at. But it, it it's because it has a, de- a degree of difficulty for you to be able to do anything that makes it feel like it's more superior than Street Fighter, where you just basically have to do the down, up, A, and then, oh, I'm throwing a fireball. I do, you know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's my three, though. Uh, Real quick, because I know you didn't do much on music. There was one song that came out that year that I have to mention that will probably loop back to the movies. Uh, Kiss from a Rose from Seal from the Batman Forever (laughs) Forever soundtrack. Came out that year, and that song still slaps like none other. You're welcome.
0: Batman Forever on the Kevin, movie list. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Killer and song. wasn't he married to Heidi Klum? Boom. Yes, they for a long while. How? They broke up Why? They broke Why? Up. Have you seen like. Seal? What the fuck? It's that voice, dude. If you I guess like that. I don't know the motherfucker. Hey, like I don't know. I'm not a Seal fan, but I will give you that song because yeah. it's like listening to fucking Africa from Toto. <laughs> Like, you're never gonna it, admit out openly in public that you would pop that song on. Oh, but that shit comes I, uh, on... I know. You're a fucking weirdo sometimes, though. But if I hear it in the fucking car, I'm rolling my windows up, and I'm like, I'm fucking belting this bitch, you know?
1: <laughs> everybody <laughs> sings it like they're, like they're motherfucking ceiling. Yeah, gym. dude. <laughs> like, ooh, not great. I know. But man, I love it. Um, uh,
0: well, that well, might as well put us right into movies. Uh, because... 95 was, I haven't even looked at any other years, but 95 already, in my opinion, may be the best year for movies of all fucking time. Yeah. I mean, it was like the first 50 leaders in the box office were bangers.
1: <laughs> bangers.
0: Uh, we'll go ahead and start with Batman Forever.
1: Yeah. One of the best Falcon, Batman movies of all time. You know, third third movie and the kind of movie uh, releases, you know, after, or... Yes, because it went uh, Batman, Batman, Batman Returns, then Batman Forever, you get Jim Carrey, you get Tommy Lee Jones, uh, Drew Barrymore, like, I mean, Nicole Kidman. And that was a Kiefer? Who
0: was Batman in that one? Val Kilmer. Oh, Val Kilmer. That's what it was. Yeah. I always mix them up
1: because they have like two different Batmans in the three movies, right? Oh, well, yeah, it's Michael Keaton and then Val Kilmer joins and then after that goes George Clooney. Oh Which god. We <laughs> we'll talk about that one another time when we cover that year because I've got thoughts about that one.
0: Um, um a lot of Disney movies. A lot of yeah. Disney movies. Okay. And I'm gonna give you three. All right. Three. I'm ready. What <laughs> I want you to do for me on these three is put them in order from biggest to smallest as far as what kind of money they made. Okay.
1: Okay. All right. I'm gonna
0: give you all three of them, and then we're gonna rank yep. them by what. What they did in the box office that year. I'm intrigued. Pocahontas. Okay. Lion King. Oh. Toy Story.
1: All right. Uh, Toy Story just barely edges out Lion King with Pocahontas coming in last.
0: It does not barely edge out. Surprisingly, Toy Story, Pocahontas, motherfucking Lion King. Okay. Lion King being the what? third highest grossing Disney movie is like, 48th on the fucking list of 1995. It's disgusting. Okay. Toy Story is like the number one or number two highest grossing film of that year, as it probably should have been. Yeah. Also, if you would have asked me what year did Toy Story come out, it would not have been 1995. I would have told you a thousand times over that that was a late nineties movie, 97, 98, you know, imagine six year old Toby, Toby, getting to go to fucking Blockbuster, and renting Toy Story.
1: Yeah. On VHS. Wow. I think it was a blue VHS. I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah. Like kind of sky sky cloud. Still, I, it's... What an accomplishment. For these CGI, are just Disney ones. Full I mean, CGI movie. Great.
0: It's, it gets fucking crazier on movies that came out in 95. You got, you got more? Because I've got... Uh, one, I mean wh- two, three, four, five, six, seven more on my I, list.
1: I chose basically my favorite movie of all time, and then like just a random list that I was just like, God, that's good. Oh my god. That, pretty much what I did. So like Ace Ventura two, uh When Nature Calls, fantastic. Who can't forget Jim Carrey falling out of a rhino's butt? Fantastic. Uh Jumanji, who can't forget a wild ass Ju- Robin Manji. Williams.
0: On my list, Ace Ventura on my list, okay? Fucking Jumanji. Yeah. Maybe you want to... It's hard to even rank Robin Williams films, but holy fuck. That movie still holds up. They made great sequels to that movie. Surprisingly, the ones with The Rock, Kevin Hart, those are good fucking movies. They're funny movies. Yeah. They still keep semi the same, you know... But that first movie, like, even going back and watching that, it's 20, what, six years old now?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Whoa.
0: Still amazing. The fucking, the drum beat, okay? I have Jumanji in the closet. It's like right on the other side of this wall right here. And the board game was awesome. Yeah. You had the stupid little cards that were, like, 3D. <laughs> you had to put in the center thing to read them. Now, given, luckily for us, Cracks didn't open in the house. There wasn't a stampede or fucking spiders. Um, But overall, fucking awesome. Nineteen ninety-five. You want to give you one of my favorite movies of all time? Probably falls mm -hmm. into my top ten list.
1: Sure, sure, sure. You want to guess it? Um, I'll give you an actor. Is it? Hang on, let me see. I just pulled up a big old list. Holy God, there's so many fucking movies. I know. I don't even Um, want
0: to. It could take uh, us all night to go through the fucking banger list. Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderiz.
1: Uh He is in... Uh, I want to say Zorro, but that didn't come out that year. Uh, is it Desperado?
0: Fucking Desperado, dude. I watched this movie fucking religiously. Beautiful man with dope-ass skills and a fucking guitar case with a machine gun in it. Like, I mean, it was old kind of westerny. I yeah. think it had Selma Hayek in it, too, back when... I mean, she's still a stunner yeah, now, but... Still- like, those are two of the most beautiful Spanish-looking people in the fucking world.
1: Cool fucking concept, too. Oh, my... Like, Robert Rodriguez at his, like, peak, like, action stuff. Yeah. Like, holy crap. It, dude, and it just, good. like, everything oh.
0: about that... It still... That movie still holds up. It's fucking fantastic. And surprisingly not been redone yet, which I imagine... they. I think they made a sequel at some point. No one fucking watched it, but...
1: There's a trilogy. There's it, the El Mariachi, there's Desperado, and then there's Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it's actually a really good trilogy, believe it or not. The third one has Johnny Depp in it, who gets his eyes gouged out. Pretty sweet. Huh. Uh, I'm going to
0: have to yeah. check that out, because Desperado was one of those movies that I like. I watched more times than I could fucking count, because it was just a cool fucking movie. He was a badass. She was beautiful and in peril. And he was cool as a cucumber. Cool. Just fucking people up.
1: Awesome. Guitar. Awesome. Movie. The, gu- oh, the guitar case is just the guitar. A cases. Yeah, so freaky. Uh My favorite movie of all time is a little movie from this year uh, who starred Angelina Jolie and Johnny Lee Miller hackers. Oh, OK. Have you ever seen that movie? I have. It's been a long, long time. This movie hit me in such a sweet spot at that time. I had a group. Is of she blonde who- in that movie. Uh, her hair changes kind of colors, but mostly it's like a black pixie. Color. Oh, okay. perfect. Uh, coming of age, you know, for me coming of age, but like my friends and I, first time I ever saw this movie was on a laser disc. Oh my God. Halfway Through the movie, literally it says flip to side B. Yeah. Yeah. And so we'd have to do. It. And since then, I've loved this movie. I love the actors in it. Everybody in it is phenomenal. It's dated because you're trying to do computer stuff and the, you know, <laughs> it's ridiculous, but it's, God, it's so
0: much There's two things that I find very interesting what you said that doesn't have to do with that movie. First of all, side B. Okay, I'm starting to collect VHSs again, and people do not realize when you bought, I'll use a couple movies, Titanic, Gangs of New York, It, all these movies came in VHS two-packs, and you would watch the first hour and 15 minutes, and it would cut to a black screen. And that meant you had to go take that one out, rewind it first, Put the second one in. Hopefully you rewinded it the last time that you watched it. And you go get your popcorn, restart, and boom, watch the second half of the movie. You know? Yeah. People don't understand. Laser disc. It was a fucking vinyl.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. It was the size. But yes. it was like glass. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: <laughs> but, but yeah, they just like eject this and flip it. Yeah. What? It's so. What? The second thing. Uh, fuck. What was I saying?
1: Uh, You're saying that the I, VHS, and, uh, the technology oh, of the time. I was
0: rewatching. Um, God, I was rewatching uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air mm. and I love seeing like how proud people are of their old electronics. Hackers being oh, one yeah. of those movies Oh, yeah. where you <laughs> see that fucking laptop and like, oh my God. Yeah. The bottom of it is three inches tall. It's yeah. always got to be plugged in. And the screen that you get is like, bro, check out this 8-inch fucking banger. The laptop itself is 20 inches big.
1: yeah. But somehow the screen only takes up fucking...
0: Yeah, but you uh. get like the fucking LeapFrog LED screen or LCD screen on the front. Yeah. And this fucking laptop costs $9,000. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, they... They treat it like it's this holy grail of like, oh, this has got 16 KPS, bro, or whatever. Oh my God, like, yeah, Talking about these boot up modems and he's having to plug in and hang up a phone, but letting it dial through and all this other tricky shit back in the day that probably did work. But yeah. like now is just so like the fact that use pay phones through the movie, like everything about it is so dated. But that's what's kind of great about it is it's such a like time capsule of like 95 folks. Here's the fashion. This is future. Everything, Jinko you know?
0: jeans and fucking wallet chains.
1: Yeah. Guilty.
0: I got two more left on my list.
1: Uh, what do you got?
0: Have you ever heard the true story of the little engine that could? Boy, Motherfucking major pain. Major pain. 1995. Yeah. Uh, what happened to the Wayne's brothers?
1: Uh, I mean, the one that pops up the most is one of their kids, Damon Wayne Jr. He pops up in a bunch. But yeah, they kind of... I mean, for like what... 10 15 years they were in living color and then all the movies after that that came yeah because like- you had them in like what money train like all a bunch
0: of old fucking yeah. bulletproof with adam sandler had a wands brother yeah. in it you know and i think one of the last major things i saw with them in it was white chicks white chicks i mean f- fucking white chicks you had two brothers dress up as white girls white face and all you know, and Jimmy Kimmel just got canceled for blackface that he did in fucking 1993. And the Wayans <laughs> yeah. brothers like, fuck y'all. <laughs> like That yeah, shit was funny. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> and it was. That movie's it, fucking
1: hilarious. It's legitly good. The
0: yeah, last it's... one I'm going to bring to the table for this year is one of my favorite movies growing up, especially being a fat kid. And the fact that I never get to go to summer camp. And it may be one of Ben Stiller's greatest roles of all time. Heavyweights.
1: That... Holy crap! Like at the list I'm looking at doesn't even have that in like the top popular movies, which is
0: I looked at wow. the top grossing movies in '95 and then just had to make sure that they came out in '95 because I wrote one down that actually came out in '94 but was one of mm. the highest grossing films of '95, Dumb and Dumber.
1: Oh,
0: yeah, one of the highest grossing films of '95 came out in 1994. Good lord, dude! <laughs> uh, Heavyweights. If if you guys haven't seen it again. I was a fat I never got had to go to fat camp because my parents are the reasons that I'm like this. Stop taking <laughs> me to buffets, make me eat the salad bar and not the fucking country fried steak. Fucking dude. you're
1: right though. Vince Stiller in that is like next level, like, dude, seriously, these are kids. Like
0: Yeah, he had the fucking Michelangelo thing that he did or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like they had the best stash for candy. Like when he raided the yeah. stash and they like walked out and they, they were fucking breaking out bed posts. At one time I was having fun size candy, but I had bunk beds and the bunk beds got put together by these little wooden dowels. It was pretty mm-hmm. much just two full size bed frames that set on top of each other. And so like, I remember after watching that movie was like, I can put swizzlers down here. It's a good idea. You'll know, fucking lift the bed up, take the dowel out. It's got the three other little wood dowels. Fucking stick a couple of Twizzlers. I was allowed to have Twizzlers, but I was hiding them because I could. Yeah, you know? Look at me now. I got fucking A cup titties and low self esteem.
1: Everything <laughs> I learned, I learned from heavyweights. <laughs> <laughs> That's phenomenal. God, yeah. it's it's unyielding the amount of movies like I have on there. Of course, Braveheart, one of the best. Oh my god, Scottish movies that was created by an Australian. It is what it is. Not going to be fantastic. It them. We won't. Uh, especially for you know his personal issues, but we're not going to go there. Um, another one is uh, Tales from the Crypt presents Demon Night. Yeah, one I of saw the this one best, on too. Best like Tales from the Crypt movies. I think a <sighs> Leprechaun
0: my... movie came out yeah. that year too.
1: Yeah, it's probably a le- Leprechaun 4 Three, or back I in think, Colorado. you know, like <sighs>
0: Leprechaun uh, the Hood ones are the best ones.
1: We got Casper with Christina Ricci and Bill Pullman. Damn, and, uh, cannot even. That one didn't even get put on the list, bro. And but that's what I'm saying is there's so many of these, like as you kind of go through, you're like, wait, that was this year? That was also this year? Like, we might have to do a part two for this year because just doing a quick it's, little like purview of it all, it's like, damn, that was in there. Oh my god, that to- Tommy boy, Tommy boy!
0: Fuck, dude. We didn't we didn't talk about Tommy Boy. Fat
1: guy in a
0: little <laughs> <coat>. <laughs> He said, "Is there so, like is there something on my face?" He's like, it, "It really hurts." He's like, "Not so much here or here, but like right here." No, like, no, nah, nah, you're fine. <laughs> like,
1: Richard, what's happening? It's so fucking good. And we're not even like the action movies that come out. Housekeeping like <laughs> you need me to jerk you off?
0: What kind of hotel is this? <laughs> Damn, Tommy boy.
1: It's, God, just the sheer, like, volume that was put out this year.
0: It's hard it's- to compete. I mean, we could, like, it's one of those things where we're going to have to make a comparison.
1: I want to look you're- at, like,
0: 2013. Right? Versus 1995. I... I haven't even looked at any of the, I'm scared to look at another year because (laughs) all of 1995 was just like, by the way, we're going to make some of the best movies of all time this year. Yeah. Just hands down.
1: this is just what we're going to do. I hope you enjoy one of your favorite movies, the Indian in the cupboard. I dude, I don't, Did we talk about it on the podcast? Yeah, we did.
0: I, I have it with the key and the Indian let's go. It was one of my, my it just got put on, I think it's on Disney
1: right now. I got to quit scrolling through because we could just keep going, oh, and this one, and this one, and this one, but we'll it's have to cr- do that. Crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. And we
0: watched it. all these movies on VHS. Yeah, yeah. I own some of these movies on Blu-ray.
1: What a good year. Man, I bet you back in the day when we did a movie marathon, you know, we probably saw a lot of these movies as my folks would just gather us up and be like, okay, we're we're going to stop at the dollar store or Walmart or whatever, Kings, get snacks for the day, and then we'd spend the day at the theater just movie-hopping. Man, ninety five was probably a sweet fucking year to be like, oh, now we're going to this. Oh, now we're doing this. Dude, people didn't realize King
0: Supers had a video rental section at one point. They, they still did. had it when I moved to Colorado in 'o five. Yeah, they're like, this isn't worth it. What we're gonna have to do is next time we're gonna have to break down like nineteen ninety five horror or nineteen ninety five anime because
1: action. It, yeah, it's
0: it's a fucking Everest of banger movies for that entire year. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Um. Yeah, oh. we should probably get off of that. We're we're here now, uh, but I want to do more things like that. I want to start, you know. There's certain things that I'm going to want to talk about, and and we've got a couple ideas moving forward. But I really like that idea of of breaking it down by a year, especially because like you're a little older than I am. There's stuff that I'm a big fan of that was before I was born that you may have been a perfect age for, you know, yeah. and vice versa. There could have been a thing that. When I was eight, you were too old to appreciate at that time until you got older and realized that you had missed it or something, whatever it may be. We mean you were both nerds, kind of like that. Yeah. There's stuff that I missed when I was growing up that as I go back now, I'm just like, damn, like I had too much pride to fucking like, you know, whatever. But I like that concept. I like the fact that it's, yeah. you know, we can definitely like choose a year and I think we can have fun with that. But if 1995 showed us anything, we have to pick a genre.
1: <laughs> we really right. have to like narrow it down. Yeah,
0: because and... we could have went action, and it would have still been fucking 31 movies long. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's. Uh, unless, unless you got anything learned. else, well, let's uh, wrap this up.
1: Yeah, that's that's it. 95 is an incredible year. When I turned 13, you know, starting in uh, middle middle school and getting a new group of friends, and like 95 was a good year for for this old Rick.
0: Yeah, I mean the following year, I like I want to look at ninety six because I got to end sixty four in ninety six. Maybe that's the next one we do. Now we're gonna do like two thousand one. <laughs> yeah. We'll just jump like how <laughs> far away shit all over two thousand one. Nine <laughs> eleven episode over. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did get a tattoo. You got tattoo this weekend too, but yeah, we did. Um, my tattoo kind of falls into our podcast. I am slowly but surely building out a nostalgia sleeve that I am patchworking onto my arm. Got a lot of ideas, but I was able to add another one. And I will try to remember to post it to Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. But if you watch the Facebook video, I got a Reptar tattoo. It's kind of sideways. Whoop. Oh, yeah. Yes. Gorgeous. Um, Love it. Love it. It's great. Uh, that's my Rugrats tattoo. So now I've got, you know, got a few Pokemon, got my goosebumps, got my Reptar. So we're covering on Rugrats. I got a couple more video game ones to get. I think I have one more TV show. I am going to put a baseball on me somewhere because I was a baseball player most of my life. And it's a lot of nostalgia for me, and I miss organized sports like that. But with all that being said, as always, you can find me across the board at RetroNamaPod, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I am starting to stream to the Twitch. Uh, you guys can catch the podcast on Facebook. You'll be able to catch a lot of my game streaming on Twitch. Um, the platform's just better for what I'm trying to do sadly. Uh, but I'm active on Facebook. I'm decently active on Instagram, not nearly as active about posting stuff, but I am on there. If you guys have suggestions, comments, always, you can deem me there. Um, and we do have an email, uh, retronomicon podcast at gmail.com. If you guys have questions, insights, suggestions, critiques, whatever it may be, uh, and please, rate us on iTunes. Tell your mother, tell your cousins, tell your sister's boyfriend. If you guys have any nostalgia feels, I want to hear two grown men hate life in 2021 and beyond and wish that we could go back to 1995 to the movie theaters. We might have the show for you. <laughs> Where can they find you, brother?
1: Uh, yeah, serial kilter on most of those socials. Um, like Toby said, uh, the pod facebook page is the best place because we post things there frequently as much as we can um, to kind of keep people engaged because it's a fun little place to be able to post some stuff and some of the q a that we get back or some of the you know responses we get back are fun to kind of be like okay there are people out there who are listening so definitely check that out yes and um to take us out like we usually do with the weird question of the week can a vampire enter your house if you have a welcome mat?
0: Mm. <laughs> mm. We only ask the real questions here. Mm. As always, we thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the Retro Pod. We love you, and we will catch you next week. Good night.